another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me today, I have with me veteran hip-hop artist, uh, MC, producer, uh, Mr. Armstrong Ransom. Uh, he just dropped a new song. You can find it on Bandcamp. It's called Before Kings, Before Men. Uh, his last album, <coughs> Dedicated, came out in 2018. Uh, he hosts the Marquette basketball games. Right. And... Uh, Hey, there's a lot of uh, vinyl DJ sets uh, uh, around the area. Uh, I've seen a couple of them. They're a great time. We're, uh, I'm excited to talk to him about his artistry, his passions, and why he does what he does. Armstrong Ransom, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. How are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. <clears throat> Everything's good. It's nice out. Took a nice breezy walk over here. Nice. I consider skateboarding over, but conditions of the roads after winter oh, yeah. are pretty harsh. Right. So it could, you never know when like that patch of ice will like sneak up on you or something. Yeah, yeah. Or actually, you know, it's more sort of cracks in the salt. That too, yeah. I was thinking about it. You know, I'm not like a, a, a professional skateboarder. I just get yeah. around right. the River West area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, um, I never owned one, but I used to like longboarding. Uh, Longboarding is really big on the east side. Like I went to UWM and people just longboard everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's pretty effortless. Yeah, like and, and now they have those electronic ones. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. ones that like, you know, stop and go like oh, electronically. Yeah. Like damn, like I never got into those or really longboard because I think like as far as like skateboarding aspect for me is like a fitness thing too. Mm -hmm. Like so right. with longboarding, you're not really. Exerting much force or something, right. you just kind of cool cruise. And right. It's yeah. a it's a it's a uh, it's a, wet, a heavy West Coast Santa Cruz beach type. Totally. Shit, yeah. Know. Oh, it absolutely <clears throat> is. And I mean, it's good. It like it's nice because it's so effortless. But yeah, you're not really getting the, the exercise that a skateboard will give you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 yeah but help you shed some pounds. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Um, yeah, man. Well, uh, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. My first time seeing an Armstrong Ransom show was, I think it was like early December or November or something like that. Uh, it was a couple months ago, uh, but it was over at Company Brewing. Mm -hmm. um, also performing that night was uh, the jazz group uh, Pocket Change. Oh yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate's my guy. I don't know how to say his last name. Flugheft? <laughs> I, think. I, never, I think. I never tried. Never wanted to miss He'll it. be here in a couple months. Uh, we just booked an episode and he'll, he'll clear the air with everyone on how to pronounce his last name. Alright. <laughs> but uh, that was a late night show. Uh, but, uh, you know, you brought uh, a ton of passion and energy and it was great to talk to you because uh, I know you've been in the scene for a very long time. Um, and yeah, man. Um, so I guess like... Um, so... To start, uh, did you grow up here? Yeah, I grew up here, uh, pretty much. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, Northside, 38th and Custer. Oh, word. Uh, mm -hmm. I, gra I, gra I moved uh, from Milwaukee to Racine when I was uh, 16, turning 17. So I graduated from Racine case. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, word, sure. I'm from, I'm from all over the whole region, actually. Yeah, I got you. I'm from the Chicago area. Mm -hmm. Uh, south suburbs, mm -hmm. but I came up here for UWM in 2014, and uh, yeah, Milwaukee's home now. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. All right. 
we, we're always conforming Chicago people uh, yeah. to Milwaukee people. Right. Well, I think the people just get kind of sick of the whole big city thing. Like, I love Chicago to death. I always will. But Milwaukee's just, like, a lot more accessible, mm. you know? It's easier to start something cool and start something fresh here. Um, Chicago, like, I just, I get intimidated by just how big and cutthroat it can be. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I like Chicago. I like performing down there. Yeah. I like, uh, like I got a great network of people down mm-hmm. there. I've done some DJ events down there. So nice. Chicago, every time I go to Chicago to do a show, it's always like, you know, welcoming. Which is dope, yeah. yeah. Sure. It's, 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 it's different though, you know what I'm saying, coming from different areas. You know, you're from that area, so yeah. you naturally want to get away. Right. You know, and and being, you know what I'm saying, I'm pretty born, but I've been all over the world, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, uh, but, I mean, I've uh, been born and raised here. But, I mean, I've been a ton of places. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, uh, it's just good to to get out of, out of here. Yeah. Oh, totally. <clears throat> I've seen this place like the scenes transform time and time again. Yeah. And right. I've, I've transformed with the scenes too. So. Yeah. You know, continue to grow. Yeah. It's totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when you were in Chicago, uh, where'd you perform? Like what places? Uh, my last show. Uh, the last thing I did was. Well, my last two shows, um, I was with my DJ, did a vinyl DJ set at a, a, uh, an event for large Pro- with Large Professor. Shout okay. out to my boy DJ SP1 who hooked that up. And large Professor. Awesome. Uh, everybody know Large Professor if you in the hip hop. I don't know mm. questions asked. But, um, it was called a vinyl cipher at the Bronzeville Lofts. That's where it was at. Oh, awesome. And, um, I had like a maybe like a forty-five minute to an hour DJ set playing all funk soul forty-five. Oh, fun! Was going down, clear, you know, clear out a couple rooms. I really did. Oh. <laughs> like, they, I brought them to my room. I did not clear out my room. Yeah, it was going crazy. I loved it, and um, I got to meet one of my idols and large professor, um, who's responsible for you know the. I mean, not responsible for, but helped uh, launch artists like Nas, um, guys like Tribe Called Quest. Connections oh, to legendary shit. producers like Paul C, rest in peace. You know, yeah. like the real root of hip hop, Queens, New York. Shout out to my guy Lord Nas too, oh. up there repping. <clears throat> and, um, and then after, but before that, I performed at um, the Hideout Inn uh, with um, with Rap Ferreira, uh, formerly known as Milo. You know, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 like that's my book, my my brother. Yeah. His album just dropped. Today, I don't know when it's going to air, but his album oh, sure. dropped. We gotta check I got to listen to it. Yeah, um, uh, that's my that's my brother, man. Oh, so cool. I performed with him uh, down there last September and hide out in. I mean, you know, I've dipped around Chicago. Oh, I've yeah. done House of Blues. Oh, nice. House yeah. of Blues with Arrested Development. Uh, I had Kellen on that bill as well. Classic. Tight. You know, shout out to Classic. Um, shout out to Classic. And his quiet vinyl release parties tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, Speech from Arrested Development, another like uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying, hip hop, like legend. <laughs> and uh, that was dope. I've done a lot in Chicago, man. More venues, that's more uh, some of, you know, I guess the biggest would be House of Blues. Oh, yeah. Which is dope. If anybody ever get a chance to rock House of Blues, yeah. most, that's the most accommodating place I've ever rocked. I could have I, I could have ordered everything on the menu. Damn. Got a, got a barber haircut. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't stop. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, that's a good thing about being an artist, you know, like, it's, it, you, it's, it's rough sometimes, but boy, when it's great, it's good. One of my first shows that I ever, like, one of my first concerts I ever went to in high school was at House of Blues. I mean, 
yeah, like it's uh, it's a beautiful venue. Yeah. It's very ornate. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I've done, uh, House of Vans too. Have you been there? I haven't. I, I rocked House of Vans too. I was actually a top ten finalist. Oh, oh. 2018. See, that's all on a one sheet. I would have nice. Oh yeah. I was a top ten finalist in uh, this Vans uh, Take the Stage competition, so I got the chance to rock down at House of Vans. Uh, I mean, I rocked the House of Vans before the performance. That's but it was a national thing, so mm -hmm. probably like 800 to a thousand people. They they had video tech performances. I was one of the top ten. That's awesome. And I walked away with some nice prizes. Uh, uh, booked me a good studio session at, at I think Music Tree Studios. Mm -hmm. Down there, which is uh, world class, you know what I'm saying? Two days, uh, they pay for everything. So like, you know, Chicago's been lovely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I do some work with Carhartt too, and I worked at the store and work with Park. I love. Like, look, we talk about Chicago. Yeah, man. I, I love Chicago. A lot of my best friends live in uh, Logan Square, okay. um, and they make music too. They seem to have good shows down there. Uh, you got to hook it up. Yeah. Plug me. We should do that. Yeah, let's do it. That'll be really let's fun. Let's do a Mr. Nice Guy presents right. down there. I'm the first one. <laughs> All right. Julius Dahls and Nate Barksdale. Yeah, We're going to link up. Let's get, get Armstrong Ransom down there. Do a little show. music. Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. For sure. Uh, so, so uh, Armstrong, I want to hear a little bit about your own <clears throat> growing up and finding music as a creative outlet for yourself. Growing up and finding music as a creative outlet for myself, uh, I've been around music my entire life. You know, my mom used to write lyrics and just sing to us. She never like stepped out and was a singer. As a, as a real small boy, my cousin, um, my cousin Fred, who I'm thankful for, you know what I'm saying, for providing a lot of things for me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, in my life, he was a DJ. And uh, at one point in time, he stayed with us. So I don't, it's like I, either my crib or my bed was looking right across from his DJ equipment. And they would have parties mm -hmm. in the basement of our house. And, um, you know, I listened through the laundry chute. Like, this is the 80s. So, yeah. like, houses don't necessarily have laundry chutes anymore. But right. I would listen to, through the laundry chute and, like, try to see what I could see. Just see flashes of people walking by. But I was hearing the music. And uh, my mom was a big influence as well because we always play games surrounded by music. So this music was always something that was just attached to different, you know what I'm saying? I could think of songs for different points in my life. And um, when uh, I started high school, my freshman year of high school, my best friend, he was always like, my best friend is uh, Chris Charles. He's still my best friend. Um, Chris Constant, he played ball. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know him. Nice. Over, um, ABL or one of those leagues in Asia. Oh, oh. killing it. One, one of the best players in history over there. Um, but he he was a he was always and uh, he was a hip hop enthusiast. Yeah, would collect all the Source magazines. Would collect you know everything coming out. He'd always have the latest songs. And uh, him and his cousin started a rap group. Mm -hmm. And um, you know I was a hip hop enthusiast as well. Not as big as he was. I was more into basketball. He was super tall. I was mm -hmm. I just wanted to hoop. He yeah, was a rapper. right. Um, but him and his cousin started rapping, he got a karaoke machine and all these things and I spent so much time over there with him, eventually one of our uh, friend's brothers, uh, we found out he produced music, so we asked him for a beat, and he gave us a beat and we took it back home, uh, the karaoke had uh, two decks, Oh sure. and uh, we got our tape, we got our, uh, and we played the beat and we just started doing raps yeah. all over it and we created a song, it was good, like, we had another instrumental, I think from a Jay-Z tape, uh, Dead nice. Presidents, like, remix instrumental. No, 
They got a song, ain't nothing like the one I got. We had that instrument. Oh, we made a rap over that. Mm -hmm. And then um, we bought some tapes. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we yeah. actually, no, we didn't. We took this tape to school and let people hear it. This is 96. 96. Oh, so you're I was born. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Young boys over here. Like I know. Boys. 24. Right. Oh, I'm a kid. Kobe. <laughs> Yeah, rest yeah, in peace. Shoot him, yeah. yeah. Rest, hey, live, 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 rest in peace, Carver forever. Yeah. Like, we sure. took this tape around school and let people started hearing it, and like they liked it. People took the tape home and duplicated it. Like, from that point on, like I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we can, let's rap. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of like, you know, just as a, a means that I, I, I found out as a means that I could like write and uh, get a point across and mm -hmm. people would enjoy it. And um, you know, I was like early in high school, but throughout high school, we just you know continued to dabble. But mm. it's was, it's been a thing that's been with me for life. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? it's like right. the, the itch, the passion that I can't shake. Not a not not a not like a person who's been chasing the dream. Mm. It's just what I do. It's my yeah. walk. It's how I live and breathe. It is your right. Yeah, like it's part of your existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So you, yeah, and you didn't always used to perform under your real name, right? Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've, you know, like I said, like with the times, I've changed and grown. Like uh, originally, like uh, I used to rap under the name Rain Supreme because Rain Supreme. This is my first rap name because like, mm. you know I was always battling, angry, aggressive. You know, trying, yeah. Trying to sever the next MC head off. Yeah. And then um, I. Uh, yeah, I just started rapping under my name, sure. Debussy. Yeah, that's my birth name. You know what I'm saying? But um, and I share that share that name with with my my, my first son, rest in peace, mm -hmm. and uh, my father. And um, so my dad didn't necessarily want me to rap under okay. that name. So uh, I started rapping under Blacks, which was my company um, when I was rapping as a Debussy. So I was always pushing Blacks, Black Life and Experience, Black Life and Experience Entertainment. So. Uh, I just said, you know, I moved to New York at one point in time, and the Debussy was hard to, for the, the people in interviews to repeat. Yeah. So I was like, blacks, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to get known, and it worked. And, uh, but after, so, you know what I'm saying, my son passed away maybe uh, almost a year and a half ago, and uh, we built a lot as blacks, you know? Yeah. He was right. like little blacks, his mm -hmm. emails, blacks like 2003. So I, I just uh, even like I had a strong following Facebook page, everything like uh, Twitter, you know, like I don't know, but I, he was always a presence yeah. on there. So I just dedicated that to him, mm -hmm. and uh, I wanted to keep that as Blacks in like a, its own uh, capsule, yeah, and uh, continue like moving forward with a new motivation. Mm -hmm. And kind of a, a different direction too, because yeah. it's a different direction, a different sound, mm -hmm. a different purpose. Yeah. And uh, Armstrong Ransom is a thing that, uh, like a concept or uh, a whole idea that that I was evolving around to before all that happened. You know, I put out a beat tape, I believe the end of 2017, called "In Search of Armstrong Ransom," under Blacks. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. And. Uh, and then, you know, my next project was Armstrong Ransom dedicated. Mm. So it's like in search of Armstrong Ransom, it, it took a great it took a great pain to find him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe it's like finding uh, an authentic sense of self. Yeah. You know, no longer like a veil. No longer yeah. a reason to like uh, how do you say like 
Oh shit. Uh, rappers all rappers, they uh everybody got a face or a facade or a machismo to put on. And outside of that, you know, that's what makes them the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the MC or the artist. But like yeah. the, the artists that I really admire are those uh more sincere artists that, mm -hmm. you know, uh their art just comes naturally from their walk. Yeah. It's not that ah, you gotta put all that on or like, you know, make sure you got this on or your hair this way or something like you know, which is what I do like yeah you know? <laughs> right yeah totally yeah absolutely so um so like um what did your uh so beyond like high school and everything like going into the 2000s like how I guess like what did your like music career look like like were you out touring and stuff like yeah I've done a lot like um my first time out um, was I uh, did a, a tour when I was 19 we went up to through Canada for a little while and uh, that was my first time out like experiencing with a record label called Cream City Records mm -hmm. shout out to Tom and Lee Wood like like 18, 19 year old. Like, yeah. we don't, you don't know how good it is when people put in hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And like, you know, from like 2000, like, like September, September 11th, 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was in a, we were flying, we were supposed to fly back from Arizona because we had just, just did a big show in Arizona and we watched the planes crash into the towers yeah. while I was while at the airport. On TV. Oh wow! Oh shit! It was a horrible day, but we yeah. got to spend like an extra couple of days in Arizona, like you know. And this was that all happened like before I was 21. You yeah. know, um, um, I did that. We we disbanded about when I was about 21, and uh, it wasn't more so. We disbanded. We had a lot of big things on the table. I think I was just like young and stupid. Yeah. You know, like I should have just uh, been all in. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because that was the wave. And uh, but. You know, you know, you live and learn. Mm. Like I had a child, like when I was 22, 21, mm. 21, 22. So, you know, and um, then from that point, I was just thinking independence. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so I believe when he was 23, I released the album. Like when I was 23, when my son was one, I released the album called The Street Scholar, independently as uh, as Debussy, other yeah. blacks, a label. You know, back then at that time. You, Got the albums, printed up a thousand copies, had like ten boxes of albums, <laughs> yeah, like and hit and, and hit the road. My, I, I took the first hundred fifty to Atlanta and oh. stayed down there for like two weeks, so. selling, hustling, like and continues to do that state to state. You know, eventually sold out that thousand. You know, after a while, then you know made more projects. You know? Yeah. So since then, it's just been like. You know, a continual independent hustle. Yeah, you know? right. Um, wow, you know, I don't. <laughs> I can't even remember like right. everywhere I've been. Where on the world have you been? Like to perform? Yeah, like, I, 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 I have. I have yet to go to Europe. Oh, like, yeah. like you know, I mean, I've been uh, plenty of places around the world, but not performing. Like I've been to Africa twice oh, yeah. and Europe, but but not for performing. But all over the United States, right? You know? sure. Um. I guess, you know, uh, that's one of my next big things is just going to Europe. You know? I want to go to Europe super yeah. bad, too. To, I, to perform. Yeah, I haven't even been casually. They absorb the Western music pretty pretty strongly out there from mm -hmm. what it seems like, so. Oh, yeah, man. Like, it's love. It's love over yeah. there. Just the culture. Everybody knows, like, 
who you are. And right, you yeah. Like, you know, like when I, um, in May, this past May, I had a layover in London on my way to Nigeria. And um, like I had a 12 hour layover and uh, went to uh, Paddington, uh, took the express from Heathrow Airport to Paddington Station, got out, walking around Piccadilly Square, all these nice. things. Yeah. But you know, everybody know, like, you know, especially like, you know, hip hop, American, black male, everybody know what's up. They they, they all show love. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. All the guys, all the shatas in the streets. And um, yeah. And uh, like like and they, and they and they picking up on the music, of course. Like they they on some whole other thing, man. That grime is going crazy. Oh, yeah. Like everything in UK is 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 bananas. Like and and everything coming from Africa too. Like I, I was in, I was in Nigeria for three weeks. Oh, yeah. And like the music scene down there is ridiculous. Really? Like I trade I trade this in any day sometimes. <laughs> like because it's it's a lot going on mm. down there as far as music and entertainment and just enjoyment yeah you know what i mean yeah like, like it's, a, it's a it's a great vibe oh that's awesome yeah. that's great yeah i uh saw juice box recently and he like had just gotten off a run from uh in holland mm -hmm. and apparently holland loves a lot of they like and it's like little like side towns like you know towns that aren't even like you know big cities and stuff but you know, apparently he had a great time out there too. Like, I want to go to Holland really bad. I want to go to the UK. I want to go to Germany. I want to yeah. go to France. Like all of it, you know. Yeah, I really want to. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the next, the next big step for me. Like, yeah. The next big idea because, you know, like the states, you've done a lot in the states, and you know, and then maybe I want to do UK and come back and do a state run. Like a yeah. Nice state run after I mm. figure out this next, next project. You know. Yeah. So, so your album dedicated that was dedicated to your late son that came out in twenty eighteen. Yes, yes, yes. I believe like I don't know, July or August or mm -hmm. something like that. Sure. We passed June. I just finished the project. It was an album that I was working on. It was not like it. It wasn't originally called dedicated. I had the album, the song, mm -hmm. like for a whole other purpose, like. So I was working on an album since uh, maybe New Year, New Year's Day, like 2018. Oh, yeah. I made the when I when I, I mined the first sample mm -hmm. for the first beat on there, and uh, so I was working on it for a while. And he heard the you know he was around for the process. Yeah. Of it and heard the beats and so a lot of the songs like before they were finished and I finished it afterwards and it just took on that was the purpose like it took on you know yeah from that point so hmm. so uh tell me about the new song that you just dropped i uh, just dropped a song before kings before men yes with uh, the plus sign in the middle yeah yeah um i produced it um that is some wicked production <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. A lot. oh thank you thank you check it out um Man, uh, let's see. Uh, how did that song come about? Oh wow! Did you go to the uh, Tribe Called Quest Present show at Company Brown? Was uh, when did that happen? I forget. Maybe October. I don't know. Um, well, it was. I did a production. I show. might have been. Uh, yeah, I was. I did a. I was a feature featured as a producer, and uh, we had to remake some. Um, some I remade some Tribe Called Quest beats. Mm -hmm. You know, because I love Tribe Called Quest. So oh, I, yeah. I remade like. You know, one of the, like, significantly, I remade Electric Relaxation, like, to the T. 
like you know I like kind of I looked it up like you know figured out the samples like through a, a website like figured out the right samples and I was like oh okay and then you really just got I have an SP 404SX that's what's that's like the base of my production mm -hmm. and like it's pretty analog you know it's similar to what they would have used you yeah know, some sort of SP machine and um, you know found all the nice filters and I was like okay but the drums from that I liked you know from from wherever the drums come from and it's just a simple that I could always adapt and you know speed up the tempo and uh, so for the before kings before men beat like I, I, for the drums I just sped the drums up and like I think I put some delay or echo or some delay on there and got like some wicked and got a groove yeah and then uh, I happened to have this sample with the background sample on there from something that boom 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 yeah and like and I don't know man it just matched up perfectly right. yeah and I was like whoa and um mm -hmm. I just knew it needed some vocal samples so you know digging yeah found right. something like uh. I don't want to reveal too much where it's from. If you know where it's from, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's one of my grandma's favorite artists. And uh, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I found some words that said something to me. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like um, the words that just came, you know what I'm saying, when I was writing it, like, I was like, this is a good, it's a good message. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a good, at these times, for these days and times, this is something good to put out. You yeah. know, like we get a lot of music with low vibration. Like let's put something out with a higher vibration. Yeah. Like elevate the frequency. Yes. And, um, yeah. So I worked on it. Like had a couple mixes. Like I'll be mixing in real time, kind of like like how Kanye did a Life of Pablo. Like the album was out, but then it was a new mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so I sent it out for a couple. Of, was working, working on it. You know, sent it up to a couple people. I was listening. As I sent it to them, I'm like, no, that's bad. That's bad. I got a good mix and you know what I'm saying, we put it out. I think it's still something like before I put the album out, I might remix it too, like like put some more put some more touches on it. But um, you know, the album is is when I the album may be an EP, it may be a maxi single, you know. Yeah, what I'm right. It's finished when it's finished. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's it just takes its own process, it takes its own time. Yeah. So on that note, yeah, like uh what like what have you been working on like what direction do you feel like you're going in musically right now um uh, for the most part man production um producing a lot of beats for myself and the ones that i don't use or the ones that i have sitting around sending them out to other artists i got um my brother grams out of new york he working with artists I just sent him some beats, you know, I don't want to say his name, he might not like them. Yeah. I'm going to put out a, 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 another instrumental album. That's going to be way soon before like the the, uh, the rap album. I got a lot of beats laying around and uh, just like, uh, it's going to probably be like another In Search of Armstrong Ransom edition, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you say like the direction, like uh, my whole thing is like making dope stuff with the least and like really paying attention and respect to like how the, the people who, who made classics classic shit like right. how they did it before <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like so man you know just making stuff is honest for me mm -hmm. like you know not not chasing nothing i feel like you know there's nothing 
especially like around here, like Milwaukee, like there's nothing um, for me. Like I've reached every level. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. I won two. I've won two whammies. That's dope. Yeah, I won. I was 2018 Hip Hop Artist of the Year, mm. Black. 2011, uh, won a whammy for writing I did on a Fresh Cut Collective album, which is way before your time. Like, like very if, much so. Like I take y'all back, man. Right. Also, yeah, yeah. I don't want to name names. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> big homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big homie. Like, so I've been around, man. Like, this been a beautiful thing, man. Like, I to have to have been able to live and uh, express myself. Mm. And um, like, at this point, it's streamlined. Like, I can make a beat, I can record, I can mix it, I can do whatever, I can put it out, yeah. make the artwork. Like, I know all that. Um, also wanna eventually move into like, a, a find somebody that, 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 that really sparks me and like move into like a management phase. Mm. You know, like, a, just somebody like, you know, like the, the, a like-minded youth, you know, that's really ready to go, grow and build and move into something like that because I have a lot of connections. And it seems like, you know, it's harder to, to use your connections for yourself than they are for somebody else. Yeah. And like, you know, and youth got some, some fire. So I find, you know, and I got a couple kids, some of my son's friends that, that have a, uh, ambitions that yeah. you know, let them kind of mature and then we re relink up. So the revolution's young. It's in the young people for sure. Yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's always it's misguided if they don't have somebody to show yeah, up. Yeah, right. You know, totally. Like, who, who's, who's, you've seen it. You know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. But uh, along with that, man, and like you know, I'm gonna rap forever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, just continuing. You know. Um, oh yeah, man. Things things are coming up, happening. Like doing a show in April uh, with Homeboy Sandman in Ellingsworth. Uh, if you know about that, I don't know. Uh, uh, is that at Cactus Club? Cactus Club. Yeah, hell yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be dope, man. Homeboy Sandman is a, a, a legend. Stone's Throw, you know, uh, I think Mellow Music Group right now. But um, like we have had, like, you know, we got a lot of, he, I don't know if he know, but, the, but we got a lot of mutual connections, you know, because mm. I was in New York for quite some time. So, yeah. um, that's going to be dope. Ellingsworth as well. We got a lot of mutual connections. Uh, so it's, it's going to be dope. I like I like just doing shows with like-minded people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to continue doing that. All right, yeah. Totally. Yeah. You're still doing the DJ sets and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, every fourth Tuesday here uh, at Strange Town. So yes. people can come catch me. I still know. haven't been there. Yeah, have some have some some vino, some beer, uh, some vegan treats. Yeah, you know. right. Uh, if, if your pocket's right, but it's a nice time though. Uh, seven to like ten or eleven. Uh, I just you know figure out some some days I have kind of a playlist of what I want to play. Some days I'm just bringing the records. You know, it's all it's all it's all real groovy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, totally. You know, digging. Digging in the in the crates. Yeah, yeah. We've been having a, a lot of like tribute shows at Company Brewing recently. A lot of vinyl DJ sets, and it's been really like kind of cool to just watch it happen. Because like a lot of DJs are very digital mm -hmm. these days, you know. And, and like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I just like to see the. I like to see how DJing like going back to the roots, like with the crates, you yeah. know, with the scratches and everything. Like mm -hmm. it's. It's really cool. It's really awesome to see like that attention to detail 
Yeah, yeah. I'm and uh, I buy no means in like uh, uh, you know turntablist right, master, yeah. but I do. You know what I'm saying? Just just having like to actually like feel out a room and be like, all right, this goes next. Mm -hmm. But not even this goes next because it got to be a record that goes next that's in the groove of this record. Right, so yeah. like, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes four hours, three, four hours can go by fast because it's so much thinking. And then once you kind of get into the groove, like if you can watch the crowd go crazy, like for a little while, you're like, yeah, or you play something and you watch somebody <clears throat> go nuts and it's like something that isn't easy, as easily accessible as you think. You pull a, a record that's striking somebody's memory that you didn't know if anybody would care about. Oh, yeah. You know, right. and it's not as different from playing that playlist or going to that infinite amount of songs that's on your hard drive. Yeah. And you know, even with uh, you know, it seems like with the, the digital DJs, it just seems much easier. Mm. You know, like because right. you know every song is 93 BPM, or you know yeah. what's next. So I'm gonna pull this, and then like it gives you a cue from the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And right. it gives you a cue to cut in, so you don't gotta find it spin and find it it's there mm. so you just you know but with a vinyl you know what i'm saying it's different yeah you gotta find that thing and Dude, go yeah. back and and then you're like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you go smooth you're like God. yeah sometimes it don't go smooth right yeah my buddy's uh my buddy uh he's been learning how to dj from the scratch sessions mm. actually ones that like bizon and dj loop do yeah yeah How's it, how's it coming along? He he just had his first show, uh, actually, his first DJ set um, at Company Brewing. I mean, it wasn't his first time ever doing, like, but his first time at Company, uh, he did the Mad Lib tribute we did last weekend. Oh, the little guy. The little guy who's up there. Christian, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Shout out to DJ Crate Digger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, is he, uh, is he, he's spinning, what's he, what's he using? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Off you have to ask him. Yeah, I want to, like, I want I got some ideas, like, I want to say, like, but, uh, for, like, some more nights, you know, yeah. whatever night that I want to do yeah. somewhere soon, you know? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also, um, I know you were, like, uh, you were really big into basketball growing up, as you were saying earlier, like, that was what you, you know, followed very intensely, and then, I guess, like, how so? How'd you get into the hosting uh, Marquette games? All right, so um, wow, being in basketball, man, it's one of my things. Like we came up playing basketball as a youth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did a lot of lot, lot, lot of winning, losing, lot, learned a lot of lessons. Right. Yeah. Um, as an adult, you know, I had a son, um, and uh, he, he he was playing basketball since he was five, um, and um, from thirteen. Before. His last two his last two years of life, uh, he attended the Marquette men's basketball camp. Hmm. His first year, he won a uh, championship, and he awesome. uh, was a standout his second year. And um, his trainer, he had a basket, he had a trainer. He was he was really good. Uh, had told me that Marquette men's um, for the 2019, no 2018, 2019 season, were looking to hire an MC, hmm. and I applied, and naturally I was there because of uh, for the basketball camp anyway. And I applied, we auditioned, and I uh, got the part. And uh, that's, how, uh, that's how that came about. Very cool. You know, so, um, and um, uh, before I auditioned and got the part, my son passed away. So 
just I actually auditioned for the part of the MC for Market Men's Basketball on the same court in Almaguire Center where I watched my son win championship. Really? Yeah. Okay. So um, it was emotional. Yeah. Um, but I did what I had to do. Um, I got the part. I got the job, and uh, uh, you really use it as a tribute to my son. You know, because um, one of the things that I told him before he passed away was like, you know, this job, like, I'm, I'm doing this so I can have you behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, have you walking behind there meeting all the coaches and, and whatnot. And uh, mm -hmm. well, we didn't get to live that out, but, you know, just continuing. Um, so I do it and bring a good energy to it. All the people like me uh, there. Uh, and uh, it's really time, man, rocking yeah. the Pfizer form. is special, I guess, for any artist to just casually, 40 times thus far, I've, you know, been in the middle of the floor in the Pfizer form addressing, you know, numerous numbers of people up yeah. to sixteen thousand. Yeah. And it's 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 easy. You know, some people would freeze. Yeah. But um yeah. It's good practice for uh, you know, arena yeah. tours. That that is a really good way to look at it for sure. Um that's really I mean, that's really sweet though, that like, you know, you pay tribute to your late son for it and like that, you know, he was his passion for the game like in the same way like his dad is passionate for the game like you know like that's really beautiful like how much he inspired you oh, yeah. in that role yeah i think um you know being a father uh, to a son if you take the role seriously is inspiration yeah especially for a person like myself i didn't grow up with my father so um in order like to be able to to live a lifetime a youth um, that I may have missed mm -hmm. to be able to provide all the things that you could provide mm -hmm. for a son or boy was 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 a good good experience, good practice. It was good stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like uh, for me to be able to see both sides yeah. of the coin. You know, for us to have that in our DNA. You know, for yeah. for whatever happens next, like uh, it happened. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so uh, what is how do you audition for something like that? Like, what does the audition look like? Uh, you just show up. <laughs> they give you a script. Um, it was uh, maybe six or seven people uh, sitting at a table in front of me. I got a microphone. Um, they walked us. They walked me through like kind of the promotions or whatever it is that uh, the things that I that I would be doing or in a script, and um, I just had to read the parts. I see. And make sure I sold it. You know. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, my voice, you know, I think that's, that's one of my gifts, too. You've got a buttery voice, I will say. <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, like, I, you know, just that. Man. I've, I've, been, I've been hosting, man, rapping for years. Got no fear, man. I've performed in front of thousands of people. Mm. I've toured. Yeah. Oh, wow, one of my, look, can I, can I, can I segue into Please do. a tour? Like my, one of my biggest experience, because I believe people need to know these things. You they, know what I'm saying? They gotta know all of it, man. It's so much to know, man. And like, I don't even know. It's like, I couldn't even compile it all on one yeah, website. Man. It would be a five page Wikipedia page. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's this? I don't know. I think it was 20. I don't know if it was 2015, 2016. I did a tour, man, uh, five days, five day stretch in California. Uh, with my brother Grams, I was featured. I was featured in his set on this tour. Uh, he was opening up for uh, Flatbush Zombies, mm. ASAP, uh, Twelvey, and um, 
Remy Banks. It was the 3001 Odyssey tour. Shout out Damn. to uh, Flatbush Zombies. That's a stacked. Yeah, man. that was a crazy build, man. Like um, that time, that was before my album Be Well came out. I was we was pushing nothing. Me and Grams. That was the finale on his set. We tore it down, man. Like crazy ballroom. I forget the name of the ballroom in San Francisco. It's huge. Uh -huh. Like it was about, I swear, like ten thousand kids in there, man. Wow. Like ridiculous. Uh, all, all, all down California, man. Santa Cruz, Santa Ana. Shit, like it was, it was lit. LA, like doing the West Coast thing. Oh yeah, man. It was. It was I got, we got people out there. Uh, that was nice, man. I've done a lot, man. I've done a couple South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin's got a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. Austin's great. South by Southwest was was always a great time. It's changed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's changed as far as like you know, like the discovery aspect of South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. Like it's everybody who you gonna see. Like you don't see every. Like I was, and I've been to South by Southwest before. Um, before Kendrick Lamar dropped uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Um, and um, I. Like they was on the streets like everybody else, like mm -hmm. tired from running around doing all the free promo yeah, shows. Right. And um like yeah, so like this was then, this was before ASAP like was before ASAP Rocky. This was like maybe when when Peso was catching flame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like twenty twelve, eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like and this was my second time there then. Mm -hmm. So like since then, like, you know, I've seen I've I've seen everything blow over so yeah. like, South by Southwest. Really? It's for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like talking to a hippie about Woodstock. Right. <laughs> that's, that's... Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. You ever took Molly in the streets, kid? Yeah. You ever took Molly in the <laughs> I have actually, like, really highly considered I want to live in Austin at some point. It's better than living here, bro. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's warm. Yeah. I just, I hate the cold. Yeah. I love Milwaukee. I will always rep Milwaukee. Yeah. Till the till the end, but the cold. but the cold man. Yeah. Uh, and Austin kind of reminds me of walking in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a lot of young people doing a lot of really cool stuff. You know, it's you got better breakfast burritos though. Yeah, it's got better Tex-Mex down there, right? Mm -hmm. Barbecue. I mean, we have the beer. Um, obviously, we have the cheese and the sausages and shit. But but like, but Austin has like, I don't know, man. I I, I think that like. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that people that are emerging artists can they they there's a lot that they can learn from spending time down there and, yeah. and experiencing South by Southwest. So oh yes, yeah, I'm thrilled. Like a lot like it's a it's an eye opening yeah. experience. Like Armstrong Ransom. Yo 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 yo. This has been awesome, man. Uh, it's been really awesome talking to you about your music, your mindset, your passions, where you've been, you where, what you continue to do. Um, that Cactus Club show next month will be stacked for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy bill. I it will. Like, as far as, you know, the, the, the art of beats and rhymes, it's gonna yeah. be one of the most pleasurable times. Oh, dude, hip hop shows at, uh, at Cactus Club or something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. All this Shout everything. out to Kelsey, man. Shout like, out to Kelsey always, for purchasing Cactus Club. Purchase Cactus Club. Right. She, she got good taste. Like, she you know, has great taste. Put, put me on, like, you know, put me on with the like minds. Yeah, yeah. She, oh. She, 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 knows she, she sure does, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Armstrong, uh, as we close out, tell me what keeps you up at night. Wow, what keeps me up is not, at night is, like, art. Um, but to be honest, it's my cat right now. He the cat. Dude, 
But that cat, that fucking cat right there, just her hair is all over my fucking. What keeps me up at night is thinking about all the starving children all around the world. No, no, that too. That too. That existentially keeps us up at night. Yeah. Man, what keeps me up at night is I, I really like you know it's always like the next loop, like the next beat, searching for the next thing. Or if I have art, it really keeps me up. But like I said. It's the cat, or right, yeah. My daughter has a nightmare. Oh yeah, that too. The the night terrors, yeah. Lady, lady sneezing or something. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. What uh puts you to sleep? Weed. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a common answer. Uh no. Uh Charlotte's uh Charlotte's Web CBD. Charlotte's Web CBD. Right. What puts me to sleep, man? Uh, small talk. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate that shit. I hate small talk. I hate small man. talk, man. I hate small talk. Like, I, I'd rather just sit in silence and yeah. just watch yeah. something happen than, yeah. you know, try to, try to like, you know, force a conversation to take place. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather. I hate that yeah. shit. So I'd rather be like, mm. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at each other like. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like to sit people right here and talk ideas. I was sitting there. He was, he was sitting right there. Thanks for being on the show, man. man. That's right, awesome, man. dude. Yeah. Peace. Yes. Uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Go get uh, Before Kings, Before Men. And right now, man. It's actually free download. You can pay with Free you download. Bandcamp. Yes. You know what I'm band saying? Bandcamp. Band Direct to the, the band. We love Bandcamp. Okay. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Peace.